Encoded, Season 1, Episode 3. The weird stuff makes sense now. Holy shit. Patrick Copeland? Hi, Lucas. What are you doing here? What in the hell happened to you? Car accident, amongst other things. Can we come in? Uh, yeah, sure. Marina, this is my old college roommate, Lucas Pacheco. Lucas, this is my wife. Oh, wow, it's very nice to meet you, Marina. You as well. I'm sorry it had to be under these circumstances. Do you think it'd be okay for us to crash here tonight? I promise we'll be gone by morning. Yeah, that'll be fine. The spare room is, uh, where it's always been. I need a refresher. I guess that's fair. You've only been in there when you've been drunk. It's upstairs, last door on the right. I hope you don't find this rude, but I kind of just need to sleep for a very long time. That's uh, not rude at all. You guys look like you've been through hell. You're free to go straight to bed too, Patrick. That's okay. I can't sleep right now anyway. Wow. Um, well, it's good to see you, Patrick. You too. I'm happy to see you still live here. I was a little worried I was going to knock and be greeted by a stranger. No, still here. I don't think I could ever leave this place. I've gotten used to not having a mortgage. Your mom and dad's place, right? Yeah. Patrick, do you need to sit down? You look like you're about to fall over. Uh, yeah. Probably. What in the hell happened to you? Today has been so fucked. I found out... Nani died today. Then the car wreck happened. Look, I know I owe you an explanation, especially after showing up like this, but I haven't quite processed everything yet. I'd love it if we could talk about something that doesn't make me think about today. Oh man, I'm so sorry about Nanny. She was such a sweet woman. Yeah, she was. Well, I guess since it's been about five years since I've seen you, you can catch me up on everything you've been up to. You can start by telling me how in the world you married someone like Marina. <laughs> I ask myself that question every day. She's a knockout, dude. And she's gotta be better than that girl you were dating our freshman year. Delilah? Diana? It started with a D. I probably don't remember. <laughs> I'm sure it's for the best. How'd you meet Marina? I actually don't remember that either. She says we met in a political science course in college, though. I don't remember you ever taking political science. You were a liberal arts major. Maybe it was another class then. The things people tell me don't always come out the way they go in. The medication causes some of that, but I think my brain being scrambled is the biggest issue. I don't think you were on any medications the last time I saw you. That's because you saw me before the attack three years ago. One night I was walking home when these guys, about four of them I guess, knocked me down and started punching me and kicking me. 
One of them had a baseball bat, and he hit me in the head so many times that it put me in a coma. When I woke up, I was in the hospital room with Nani and Marina over me. I haven't really been the same since then. Did they rob you or something? No, they didn't take anything. I think it might have had something to do with my father. I don't know if you recall, but he was a geneticist. A brilliant one. Yeah, you've, you've told me about him, but I've never met him. He went into hiding when I was in middle school. There was a lot of people who wanted to get their hands on his work. Those guys could have been some of them. Or it could have just been the random beating of a dumb kid who was walking downtown alone at night. I don't know. Oh, man. I'm sorry everything's been so rough for you, Patrick. Well, I don't want you to think I've been crying for five years. It hasn't been that way. I've been married to the woman of my dreams. I've traveled the world with her. Whenever shitty things did happen, I've never gone through any of it alone. It's not a completely horrible existence. Maybe I'm remembering you unfairly, but I feel like the Patrick I went to college with wouldn't have ever been this positive about those things. I mean, I say this with nothing but love, but he was a little bit of a brat. You've either grown up or you're a completely different person now. Could always be both. <laughs> was I really a brat? Oh, God, yes. But you weren't a bad person. You just, you had a case of the rich kid blues. <laughs> What's that? You went through this period where you saw your financial status as a disadvantage rather than an advantage. You felt like the student body and the administration discriminated against you because of it. You thought it was unfair that you didn't qualify for certain scholarships and programs. I mean, looking back on it, it was, it was all pretty silly, Patrick. You were barely in your 20s. No one's got good sense at that age. Wow. People must have really hated me. Not everyone. The rich kids loved you. You were a martyr to them. Oh, man. Maybe being hit in the head and not remembering things about myself has been a blessing in disguise all these years. You shouldn't beat yourself up over it too much, Patrick. Again, you were young. I think you wanted to fight for something. You were just a bit misguided with your cause. But the good intentions were there. I think people saw that. Well, I think that's about all the revelations about myself I can take for one night. What's your life been like? Ah, typical, I guess. I'm a supervisor at the paper mill. I married Teresa soon after college. We had a son named Dylan. He's three. That's wonderful. Are they around? I'd love to meet them. No, it's, uh, it's Dylan's weekend with his mother and her husband. Oh. Oh. I'm... Sorry it didn't work out. That's okay. We're civil about it now. I mean, even when we weren't, seeing what some of my friends went through, I realized things could have been a lot worse. <laughs> hey, I hate to do this to you, but I have to work early tomorrow. I, I gotta get to bed. But, uh, make yourself at home. You're welcome to stay here as long as you like. Thank you. I appreciate that. We both do. Ah, I'm sure you do the same for me. Daniela! That was her name! Who? Your college girlfriend. Hmm. Nope. Don't remember her. Yeah, I guess now that you have Marina, you really don't need a reason to remember her anymore. <laughs> I guess I don't.
Nani was an amazing woman. It breaks my heart that she had to go the way she did. Dad? She thought of you as her own son. I know she didn't love being shot, but knowing it was for you, she at least felt it was worth it. I never wanted that to happen. I know you didn't, son. Oh my god, what am I doing? Okay, look. You can't be here right now. Why would you say that? Because you've been dead for three years. I'm going to close my eyes, and when I open them, I need you to be gone, Dad. But you always get so upset when I leave. Please, Brain. Could you just not glitch out today? No hallucinations. No figments of my imagination. I want to deal with Nani's death like a normal, undamaged person. Just for today. All right, I'm opening my eyes. <sighs> the Weird Stuff Makes Sense Now, starring Bradley William Smith and Mariana Mendonca, featuring River Kanoff. Special guest appearance by Dylan Kuzman. Music by Robert Crisp, written and directed by Amanda Mack. I'm Phil Keeling.